1: Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back Behind the Velvet Rope. Behind the Velvet Rope we are. Listen to that Southern accent. <laughs> we are here today with a very special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Blair Madison Late. See, I didn't know how to say your last name. I didn't know if it was late it's or latte. It's as simple as it's spelled. L-A-T-E like you're late to work. And that is your... That's
0: my birth name.
1: Really? Yeah, so yeah. you were born with... A stage name. A bougie stage name, So, Blair Madison, late. Okay. (laughs) And now, guys, don't worry. You don't have to Google. We're going to tell you, (laughs) you know, this is a Bravo guest, you guys. This is one of the stars. Really, I think you stuck out. Thank you. From, let's not forget, in 2013, 2013, seven years ago, (laughs) there was a show on Bravo called Newlyweds, colon, the first year. Yes, and it was a great idea it followed how, six couples four couples four couples around in their first year of after being yeah. married I have so many questions about that we filmed 13 months uh, to be exact. That was one of my questions We're gonna get into that and there were you know, there was one Obviously there was a gay couple Yes, and... the first
0: gay marriage and subsequently the first gay divorce on television. Oh wait, you guys were the first we were the first Yeah what
1: do you mean, like gay marriage? Like the
0: first show to focus their efforts on a gay couple actually getting married, wow. and showing that relationship. There's actually a documentary on Apple right now called Visionaries. Um, it's it's about the history of gays in the media and television and film, um, and we're in this because yeah, it was a big deal at the time.
1: Really? Oh mm-hmm. my god! So we have well, you're just you just upped your credentials. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so right, so you Blair was on the this show you were the first gay couple and guys you know this is part of bravo listen here behind the velvet rope we don't we we don't just talk about what's on the air now i mean i want to talk i mean i want to sit down with tabitha from tabitha oh my Sloan. gosh i've met sheer her genius fabulous. sheer genius with jacqueline smith like uh-huh. we're i mean i'm not jacqueline smith is not walking in this door let me just tell you that right. she's a texan is she yeah, yeah she's gorgeous she is i love her yeah so you're a Texan. So we have a lot. So this is this is who you are. So you were on this show. Yes. Groundbreaking 2013. Yes. The number one new show, non-Housewives related
0: on Bravo that year. It was a, a big hit. And you said it had like what? Like 1.
1: 1. 1.4 million
0: was what we averaged. We came on Monday nights after OC Housewives. It was a great time slot. And that's, those ratings are higher than most of the Housewives now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they made a big mistake because um, at the end of the run, they were deciphering between doing uh, keeping it going and calling it truly weds, and continuing to follow the popular couples, which was us and uh, Tina um, and Tars. They were the other kind of breakout
1: stars. Were they like the African American couple? Um,
0: No, she was the kind of she was the Indian girl, and Uh, he was the white guy. They were really cute.
1: Yes. Um, Anyway, long story short, they were supposed to do
0: truly weds. It was like a big. uh, that name for a show is brilliant. Right. And then they were going to keep doing a new cast for newlyweds, kind of like the Teen Mom style of things. But long story short, they decided, never mind, we're going to just keep doing a new cast every year, like The Real World or like Survivor. Mm. And it was the big mistake because those second and third season like completely tanked in the ratings. So there, so there were that three. Was, I, I had my one season wonder. <laughs> so there were three seasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then they did like a special, um, a reunion special about us to launch the second season. Um, And that's when they kind of uncovered our divorce and all that
1: stuff. That was yeah, crazy. We're going to get into all that. Now, yeah. that is, I agree with that. I didn't, that is a, I think that's a bad. It's kind of like when like the Carrie Hymns of the world get cast. I'm like, I mean, I should be in Bravo casting. I don't know about you. Because like, there's a line out the door for these positions. A right. line. Out of everybody who wants that position, how did this person get cast? Right. So... To your point, like why would you choose a new cast when you could have kept Cause, the well, old money, cast? Or money?
0: They didn't want to have to pay us Yeah, more. that's they, true. They wanted to be able to rip you off because they you always get ripped off the first season. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah. And
1: for anyone out there who thinks they paid for our wedding, they were sorely mistaken. We're going to get into <laughs> all of that. Well, that's the thing. Like people, I mean, I talk about that all the time. Yeah. You know, like the housewives the first year make like 60. I know particular housewives that make less than 60. It costs you money the first year. Yes. But that's the thing. Like I have friends that are like in the, I have a friend now who's in the mix for something reality. Uh-huh. Now, She is so far from getting the show, signing, and she is ready with her demands. And I'm like, sweetheart. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. You're going to either sign the contract for the money or they're (laughs) literally, I promise you, there is a second choice. And like when you sign that contract, you need to be available within like 24 to 48 to a week of hours or they will move on. They don't care. You are not special. Yeah.
0: No, we were actually really lucky because there was a very wealthy gay couple in New York City. Getting married, and uh, they were they had um, leaked it to Page Six that they were going to be the gay couple on Newlyweds, and Bravo got really pissed, and then that's when they ended up casting us.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. Who was the gay couple? I don't know their
0: names. We'd have to Google it. But it, like, if you just Google like Page Six, gay couple, salary really? demands, Bravo, Newlyweds, we'll find oh. out. It was very funny. Yeah. So they like leaked
1: it, and then yeah. that was like a no no. Yes. And yeah, so... they knew they were going to be difficult to work with. And like when it was leaked. Were you like were we were you still already, in? We you were already, already in the we'd mix? we'd already been taped and
0: um, oh my God. You know, had done multiple castings. It's a funny story, which I'll get to how we even got this um, game. Yes, because I have a I lot say we, of questions.
1: There's no we, <laughs> no, there's no more. <laughs> that, we. that ship has sailed long ago. All right, so let's just go back to the beginning. People are always shocked when I do this, but uh-huh. you know. We don't. You, we don't need to go into like the most minute detail sure. of what happened on your, you know, sixth birthday. But correct, go back to the beginning with this southern accent of yours. Like, where are you from? Where were <laughs> yeah, you yeah, born? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about it. I've, I've had an interesting life. I call myself like the biggest D
0: lister of all time because I've done some really cool things. No, wait, um... I have to stop you.
1: I think. <laughs> I mean,
0: I think I'm the biggest D-lister of all time. Okay. But like, no, but I've like, I've touched greatness multiple times, but uh, it all now just turns out to be stories over wine with friends. And I, I'm definitely an interesting dinner party guest, but, um, so yeah, I grew up in Midland, Odessa, Texas. Um, and as my father says, I sang and danced before I talked and walked, so I was definitely a theater nerd, Um, and so my parents identified that at a young age, and I had my first agent in New York when I was literally like 12 years old. I was flying all the time to New York, like once a month to do Broadway auditions, and then I ended up going to this amazing theater camp called Stage Door Manor, um, and my best friends at camp. My girlfriend, my last straight relationship, as I say, was a girl named Natalie Hirschlag, otherwise known as Natalie Portman.
1: Wait, okay, I, okay, <laughs> okay, wait. So just
0: I, my first on. touch with greatness. <laughs>
1: okay, just take a breath, slow down. Okay, so you're in Texas, yeah. and you're singing and dancing and coming up to New York. Yes, I had this manager named Sue Schachter.
0: Suzelle Enterprises was my manager in New York City on the Upper
1: East Side. And that, in this 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 school, this is in Texas or New York, where you meet Miss Portman? Uh, This was in upstate New York in the Catskill Mountains. There's a movie,
0: there's a couple of films based off of this camp. One's called Camp. It's a documentary. It's amazing. I highly recommend watching it. And then there's another movie called Stage Door as well. No, sorry. Stage Door is the documentary. Camp is the movie with... um, Oh gosh, Anna Kendrick is in it, um, but it's it's about Aww. our camp a lot. Of the, so the alumni that was in my group was so it was myself, um, Natalie Portman, Mandy Moore played my little. She, like this is back in the day when only like twenty guys would go and a hundred girls would go. So right. a lot of girls would get cast in male roles. So Mandy Moore literally played my brother when I was Joseph, and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor coach, She played my little brother. So wait, um, so this was like an actual high school, or no, this is like a, a summer six week okay. program in the okay. summertime for like. These amazing kids. Bryce Howard was uh, also part of the group. Um, trying to, who am I missing? Oh Zach Braff, uh, Josh Charles. They were older though. Um, oh, and then Liam Michelle was like a little kid, and Skylar Aston was a little kid. Um, oh my that, god! That when we were older, they kind of looked up to us. It was a whole thing. But we, uh, Eric Aww. Bergen. Um, all sorts of famous people that have done really well their careers. I, I was the kind of trashy uh, boy bander and uh, uh, reality person.
1: And wait, but <laughs> they you all had much more
0: illustrious careers than I ever had. But but at this fun. point, you're all children. We're all children. Yeah, we're and all you children. were
1: friends with Natalie. Yeah,
0: yeah. I went to her sweet sixteen. I got to fly in from oh my Texas. The, in fact, my local newspaper had me on the cover. Like
1: local boy going
0: to fancy new york sweet 16 of hollywood starlet natalie portman
1: really and can i just tell you and this is not from listen this is what we talk about here uh-huh. behind the velvet robe uh-huh. and listen there's so many people that i can go on and on about how wonderful they are uh-huh. rumor is natalie portman is a total fucking bitch well for she real. never was with me um really? but like i said we were kid friends um Uh,
0: I, I, we stayed in touch till like till her Harvard days, and then she went to Harvard, and then we kind of lost touch. But, um, I'm confident if I walked into the polo lounge and she was sitting at the bar, and I said, "It's Blair from Texas," she would laugh and give me a big hug, and we'd, you know, and we'd laugh for a little bit. But no, she was always, I mean, she was a, she was a worker bee from a very young age. I would, I would, that's what I would identify as. She had an agenda. No, like I mean, like a good
1: no, just Just, a worker.
0: she had she she was on a trail or a train, and she knew what she was doing with it, and she did very well with it. Still is. Uh, she's so. done
1: very well. Yeah. So you were doing this camp, uh-huh. living in Texas,
0: yes. going back and forth. Yes. And then another funny side note story yes. that, uh, of, of my D-listness. Um, so this was also around the time in the Mickey Mouse Club when they were casting Britney Spears eventually and Christina. So uh, I and myself and Jessica Simpson met in the final round at the texas auditions she actually ended up getting flown to orlando i did not um But again, it was one of those moments that years later when I met Jessica's mother, I laughed. I said, not only were she and I didn't make the Mickey Mouse Club, but she and I both ended up starring in a show about newlyweds, which is kind of ironic. So have that connection with her. So again, always one step behind. But uh, it was Uh, a fun moment. And I didn't see you
1: at either of the two Jessica Simpson book signings the other week. I would.
0: No, 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 no. That's. You don't do. (laughs) I don't have time. for The last signing I went to was for Andy
1: Cohen's book. And I'll tell you that story later. Um, See? So you're not, I mean, you're not as D-list as me. So (laughs) there you go, because I went and waited in line, and (laughs) Jessica's mother was there.
0: Um, But yeah, so I I was a a theater nerd, essentially. And then I went to UCLA um, in their theater program. And then in that program... Surrounded by more greatness, Uh, I went to school with Nassim Pedrad, who was a star of SNL, and uh, Taryn Killam, um, both huge Mm. working actors now. Who am I missing? Mikey O'Day was in my class. Um, My best friend, Heather Lindell, who's on Days of Our Lives. Um, But yeah, we had quite a group there um, as well. And then I didn't finish school because I quickly, um, the moment I got to LA, I was more focused on getting a record deal than worrying about paperwork. In fact, I paid a guy to write my papers half the time so I could go pursue pop stardom because I was set in my heart of hearts to acquire a record deal and I always wanted to be like the kind of modern day George Michael and Eventually, I did get a record deal with BMG Sony, and was uh, one of three guys in a boy band called B Three that sold three million records and had four top ten hits in Europe and Asia. So you wanted to do that more than TV or yeah, more than singing? Singing pop, pop singing specifically, and dancing and performing on stage was definitely and I and I also loved the the art of being in the recording studio and writing material and recording those two things. Were definitely my favorite, and I think my third favorite part of that whole process was the press tours when you were promoting something and going on talk shows. Yeah. Um. So the performing on stage, the promotion on talk shows, and the recording process—I just those were some of my favorite
1: things ever. Nothing so experienced. So B Three, which I have to say, is a brilliant name for a boy band.
0: <laughs> well, it was originally so it was a BG's. So remember, like the A Team did um, cover music of ABBA. So we know. Yeah, you didn't know that.
1: No. Oh, there was a. You know the A Team, right? I know that there's an ABBA cover band that travels around. Maybe I mean, no, no. These were like young kids that were like in syncy, but they were
0: girls and guys. Called I think they were called the A Team or the A Club. A Club Seven. I'm no S Club Seven. That's what it was. It was S Club Seven. They did ABBA music. Anyway, we were originally cast as a boy band to do BG's cover songs. So B Three was like a new version of the BGs. So the first album. Was all Bee Gees music It wasn't until the second Third and fourth album That we started Writing our own material And releasing our own music And kind of having Our own identity But originally We were put together As a Bee Gees cover band For Europe <laughs> Okay
1: That's brilliant yeah. First of all The fact that there's A children's group That's also <laughs> dedicated To ABBA Is also brilliant There's so much here that... I mean this
0: is like two, We're talking 2003, 4,
1: 5 Just The to... Bee Gees The music I mean the music For um, Saturday Night Fever Is fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. It's actually brilliant yeah. Do you know no. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So the theme song for this podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope, okay. is Eye of the Tiger. Yes, it is. However... Is that written by Robin Gibb? It is not. No, I thought it is thought it, it is written... No, listen. I have a weird add with my life it is written by survivor but the very close second choice that almost and by the way these executive decisions made by the board of directors are just me me and me right um the close second choice was staying alive Ah. so there is a point how to about this. velvet rope the janet jackson song could no, <laughs> no, I'm gonna pass. On. Do you know? Do you know that I'm like in a lot of ways I'm a bad gay. Like I live for Madonna, but Janet does nothing for oh, me. Janet
0: was one of my favorites growing up. Really? Oh my God, I always loved her music. In fact, Velvet Rope specifically is my favorite. Like one of my f- top ten favorite pop albums of all time.
1: Do you know? I mean, speaking of Janet, I would rather see Latoya. Oh dear lord. In concert than I'd rather Janet. see Latoya on reality TV which we have, thank god. <laughs> I like I have a list of people like I'm dying to meet. Listen, I've met a lot of people. It's a, right. it gets shorter every year. Latoya is in that top. She'd be a great Beverly Hills housewife. <laughs> yeah, she would be. Like I mean And you know a she's match, she's but... like best friends with Kathy Hilton. So there's oh, like she, a yeah. Kyle. There's a like Kyle where yeah. they really, mm. Yeah. I've been to Kyle's like house her.
0: for a Christmas party before. Excuse me. I've been to a, a, a Christmas party at Kathy's Okay, Jones. when was this? Oh God, this was. Uh, this was. I was dating my ex husband, so I would have. Mm, this would have been 2000, maybe 11 or 12. And and she told a dear a, a a dear family friend of excuse me family friend of ours who should be a Beverly Hills or Dallas housewife. She could choose either, to be quite honest. And they've asked her every single year. Her name is Brooke Davenport. She is. Fabulous, but she always says no. Um, but uh, Kathy says to Brooke, I, I say, no, you say jump and I say how high, Brookie. And she was, like, very drunk and a, a kind of, honestly, a very rude hostess. Um, but and how'd, just, you you get, say how'd you get this invite through your, uh, your ex-husband? So my family, no, 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 I, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he didn't get us invited to anything. Okay. Um, no, uh, my family... Um, They were big Texas car dealer, big personalities, big socialites. And um, they loved when I went to UCLA um, because like they they almost at one point got a second home in L.A. um, in Beverly Hills because they just loved that world. Um, So they had friends. They were friends with this girl named Brooke who invited us to Kathy. And
1: she knows Kathy. Oh yeah,
0: they're best friends.
1: And well, I'll
0: show you on her Instagram. She's literally she should be a housewife. Like, I, oh my god! Every year they ask her, and then she moved back to Dallas from L.A. And I thought, well, for sure she'll do that. one. Yes, um, no. But she, she's almost too. She's, one of the, she's such old money that she doesn't need that. I get you know it. What I mean? Oh, I do know what Which you is mean. most of the reasons these old money people don't do those shows. <laughs> yes.
1: I say that all the time. Like in New York, the real, the real true yeah, hedge fund yeah. money would never. No, it, of course not. They would they never. Their it, husbands could never be on it. Right. My wives are like, why would I need this? Right. right. What was I going to say to you? Um, You know, the, the obvious question was... Paris there no I've never met have
0: I met Paris I don't believe I have although she's dating a friend of mine now
1: Paris I've met Paris Paris is one of believe it or not one of the nicest human beings if there are 75 people in a room that want a picture with her she will literally give a picture she's the nicest kind of
0: Elizabeth Warren that way
1: yes (laughs) and she gets how it works listen I think Paris Hilton is one of like the grand mothers well she's now dating a very 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 fabulous smart
0: human being who I I won't reveal his name it's on. Fair to him, but um, I I, I have a feeling they may get hitched. Is he hot? Yeah, I'll show you his photo when we get off.
1: Is he that typical like skater? He's
0: a VC, no venture capitalist. Oh. Fabulous, fabulous businessman. Yeah, show me
1: his picture. I will. Um, okay, so you were doing this. You went to college, and then you didn't. Did finish the boy band? Boy band. Yeah, did the boy band, and then I moved to New York after the boy band because I got
0: a solo deal with Columbia Records. So you were like twenty-four at this point, ish. Yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, that's a, yeah oh,
1: exactly. Look at me with 25. my math. Yeah. So um, did and this... so wait, so B three had three albums. Four? No, three. and they sold well but you guys never became in sync no so we were again
0: a repetitive story of my life as we were at the tail end of the boy band craze Mm. so essentially to put it into perspective when we were huge in germany in austria and switzerland and all over the countries um that was when justin Timberlake was going solo Mm. uh so as you can imagine that when
1: justin went solo that was really kind of the end of Boy band um, in America like at least Future Sex Love Sound which is not The first right it's after Justified But Future Sex Love Sound is one of my Absolute favorite CDs it is a great album All time it is a great it's album. brilliant yeah. yeah,
0: Brilliant so yeah so I We all kind of we left the group one Guy remained in Europe and actually had a solo Deal out in Europe I my, my Heart was on the states um, But a repetitive thing that continued to Happen in my career because even in the boy band By the way side note um, I was forced to be in the closet uh, and I even had a fake girlfriend who was like a German Idol, like she, the girl who won American Idol for Germany. Really, was my girlfriend. So
1: you traveled like you were big overseas. You traveled, You did tours. Oh God, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four times, like 10 stadiums. Hits. Oh
0: yes, yes, Oh, Wow,
1: yeah. It was big. It I was should fun. be thrilled to be here with you. Ah, stop.
0: Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was I caught my, um, in my years of my MBA, mastered and
1: in, in boy band. Seriously.
0: <laughs> MBB, I guess. And you had
1: to have a girlfriend and the other guys yes. were.
0: And then, well, well, one of the other ones was also gay. Actually.
1: And he had to have a girlfriend. Uh,
0: no, he just, he was just like the young kind of didn't have, he was more the virginal one. I And did him.
1: you ever fool around with him? No, no. Uh, Dear, I mean,
0: I, I was in his wedding last summer. It was lovely. His gay wedding. And they just moved Interesting. to London. But Anyway, so when I got the solo deal yes. for a year, they, it was the coolest year of my life because all I did was literally every other week, I would, they would go, okay, you're going to this person's house. It was either LA or New York. You're going to this writer's house. This, here's the songs they've written. They wrote, they wrote genie in a Bottle. They wrote Faith for you know uh, George Michael. They wrote Wind Beneath My Wings for Bette Midler. And you would go to these people's homes, to their home recording studios, and they would go, what do you want to write about today? And we would just jive. And for a year, essentially, I wrote an album with all these amazing idols of mine in the songwriting world, at least. I mean, that's major. It was the coolest year of my life. Um, And then once the album was kind of ready to be reviewed by the powers that be at the label, um, they essentially wanted me to wear Sean John Velour sweatsuits. And Timbaland shoes and chains, if you know where we're going. So they kinda wanted me to be their version of Justin. Well I'm Or like I, a vanilla ice. Yeah. That, I mean ish. I don't know. That's where my But mind I goes. that's but that's not me. I'm you know, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty
1: gay. <laughs> There's you, no hiding it. <laughs> I mean And so yeah. it didn't work
0: out. So I got dropped from the label, which, you know, I later found out like Alicia Keys had been dropped three different times. I think even um, uh, destiny's child in been drops a couple times so this does happen oh yeah but of i i got really saddened by that and so it's fun it's funny and ironic that all those years later i ended up doing a reality show about a gay marriage kind of like a fuck you to the record business and now today i mean if i was 24 today I, yes. It's a different story. I mean, I mean, gay is, it's, I mean, hell, we may even have a gay president coming up. Sam Smith. Exciting. Sam yeah, Smith is yeah. out and All proud. the kids from Glee. Like, I mean, I really always, I always say I believe Ryan Murphy and Glee specifically were the game changers in modernizing and um, normalizing um, being young and gay.
1: I, well, I, I, I just think he deserves so many accolades for that. I could see that. So, I mean, I, I like totally I could see that. So, okay, so the boy band didn't work out, mm-hmm. and then how long between that and newlyweds? Well, let's let's go back. Well, so how then- long between that and when you met Jeff peterson so i if had, you I no, first, don't want me to mention his yeah, name let's I not won't. ever say that name I, I i get it so Bless your ex your um, ex
0: no no no. so i then had a five-year uh, hosting career i moved to la and i became a correspondent for the it's so random but th- it was the number one morning show in australia and i was the la correspondent so i would go to a studio in la three times three times a day five days a week and shoot Like, now we're going to cut to Blair, who's going to give us the news about the latest Britney Spears arrest, or whatever the hell we were talking about. So
1: kind of a dream gig. It was very cool. It was really cool. It paid really well. How do you get that gig? Uh,
0: Well, I mean, I had gotten uh, other agents and
1: managers, and I was really
0: trying to be a host. Um, And I ended up, like, co-starring in Mel B's reality show. I was literally cast to play Mel B's best friend in Mel B, It's a Scary World, which was... a scary time in my life no it was fun we had a great time but um and then i did i did all, a ton of pilots um yeah and then i did lots of screen tests but i never again never got it to the to the today show which is you know, or, or really my dream was to be the first male correspondent on the view um and that didn't happen but I, I i really wanted it for a while so anyway so i did this hosting career for a good 5 years and then i met uh, the ex and so we when have, that was over, it came to Well, no, I was end. still doing the hosting okay. stuff when I was with him.
1: So you um, met where?
0: We in, met in at a at a pool party on a Sunday that in, I wasn't even supposed to go to because I was hung over
1: from the party on the Saturday. In Los Angeles? Yes. And you were around what? Like 27? Oh, my age. Just, um, just curious.
0: Yeah, so I would have been twenty.
1: If we, if I was twenty eight. Because and, then he proposed at twenty nine, and I got married at thirty. So I was and so, when you were twenty eight, he was what seventeen years when old. When I was twenty eight, or... he was forty
0: five, forty six, something like that.
1: That's not so bad. I mean, I date, uh, I date so inappropriately. I
0: mean, I don't think it's inappropriate. I mean, it, he was hot, and I liked that. He, he was my type.
1: But so forty four. Because you guys met and just what hit it off immediately.
0: Literally, we met at a pool party. We both were smashed. Although he was more drunk than I was and then went I, home and had sad. no i took him to mr chow's oh, in beverly hills okay for That's... dinner i was like i'm taking you to dinner buddy in okay. fact he had nail polish on his nails like blue bright blue that he had done the night before i don't mind and i was that. like i'm not taking you to mr chow's like this so first i took him to cvs got him some nail polish remover then i took him to my home and changed him because remember we met at a pool party so we were in swimsuits um, then I took him to Mr. Chow's and then we went back to his house and we didn't have sex, but we, uh, he blew me really well, I believe. Oh, can that I sounds, say that? yeah, you can say that. <laughs>
1: this is uh... um,
0: and then like literally, this is when I was filming Mel B's show actually. Cause I'll never forget. I went to Mel's house the next day and I was so excited and long story short, he had, I was kind of waiting for the next text. Like, is he going to text me? You know, all that. I hate, well, sure that, enough, part. He I hate had, that part. I hate that part. No, he was great though. Sure enough. He within a day let's say he had invited me on a friend's yacht um in catalina for the weekend and I was told it was a yacht. It was not. It was like a skipperman's boat. It was pretty trashy, to be quite honest. <laughs> but, you know, but Mel and I were very excited about this yacht trip that turned out being a skipperman's boat. And, um, yeah, and the rest is history. That that was when I took a fork in the road that then defined a big portion of my life. Okay. First of all,
1: there's – okay. First of all, let me just say – For everyone listening who's screaming into the receiver about this, I have not underestimated the fact that Mel B was just mentioned seven times. We're putting a pin in that. There's a lot. It's either you're – you might even have to come back. We have so much to discuss. So let's put that – guys, I promise you I'm not – an idiot. I'm not a bad interviewer because I'm already <laughs> waiting for this episode and all the DMs that I'm going to get about what an idiot he didn't ask about Melby. We're putting a pin in that sure. for a minute. Sure. Okay. So you meet him and you get me and you- No, so
0: we we, we had a very
1: tumultuous, quick, kind of passionate relationship. So now I have questions. Just the typical sure. like- were his friends like, this is a gold digger? You know, there was this... I mean, no, listen, he any... Was,
0: no, I I mean, let's put it this way. I and brought I'm... the glamour to his life. Right. He, he put a roof over my head that I paid for every month. Right. <laughs> I remember that so, on the show. So uh, there was no gold digging for, on either side, to be quite honest. I think we we both brought each other different things that the other one didn't have to offer, right? Um, Did you always date older at that time? Mm, no, honestly. No, I'd only just... really had... One very serious relationship prior to him, who was like maybe a year younger than me.
1: And did he always date younger, or just... I think he
0: kind of did. Yeah, okay. yeah. He
1: liked to have a pet, let's say. I could say that. Yeah. So you met twenty-eight, engaged, engaged. Married. So
0: literally, no. I'll I'll never forget. We met in June uh, when I was twenty-eight. I moved in in October. Okay. He proposed
1: the following April,
0: and okay. then we got married the following April and then we got divorced so, 2 years after
1: that. <laughs> so he proposed like within the first year. Uh, I don't think I've ever said this.
0: He uh, it was the weirdest proposal. Tell me. It was my birthday weekend, so I was turning 29. He takes me to this place called the Madonna Inn. It's a very famous Excuse kind me? of funky hotel in California in Northern California. Right? No
1: relation to the queen?
0: No, 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 no relation okay. to the person. It's like a famous like Truck stop hotel, but it's like every room is a theme. There's like literally a jungle room, and a, we were in the roses room.
1: Okay, we took ecstasy. It, ha- I mean, went to the pool. I've never done it, but it does happen. In we took life. ecstasy,
0: went to the swimming pool, came back to the room. He ha- gave me his my birthday card, and in the birthday card it said, "Will you marry me?" But the point is, he proposed to me. Hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, I've never told that story
1: aloud. I mean, Interesting. my friends know, it, but I, I was think there, that should have been like
0: a sign.
1: Was there a ring or just a? It like, was a ring. Yeah, he had oh, a ring okay. for
0: me. Okay, a ring that he got at a not a ring that he had made, and I'm not kidding. At like a pawn shop in West Hollywood, so this was no Tiffany, my friend. So for anyone out there, there was there There was was no no gold digging. digging. (laughs) Okay, we're saying I will never forget. It was a pawn shop ring. I mean, not it wasn't from someone else. It was made there. So you were in it for for the ring, because I just went and got him the same one because he told me let's just have the same one. I mean, look, I really could give a shit about what my ring looks like. I certainly didn't at the time. I like Um, the
1: idea. If I ever got married, and really, it's a pawn shop ring. No, I don't like that, but I, I do like the idea of a matching. Ring, I do mm-hmm. that. I that I like. Right, I mean that's you're two men. Where, that's how I knew where it was from because I just went and got him the same thing. I mean, I, I think it was literally fifteen
0: hundred dollars or something.
1: So now, okay, so you're mar- You know, you're getting married. Blah blah blah. Talk to me about when. Th- the, the show. Past, Yes. Yeah, like yeah. when, how, where, did you like when does so this start? So I was start? good
0: friends with this wonderful man so named you
1: weren't married yet bit of no, we were
0: little bit of a little bit of a little a really good friend a Adam, who's a reality TV producer, and, I, and he had met Jeff, and he had said, y'all have really funny- banter and chemistry because we really were kind of um odd couples not the right way to describe it but we kind of we 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 were either always fighting or always loving
1: he was more like i mean i'm just remembering i didn't do any research guys everyone that listens knows my research is like whatever it is it's not a lot like he was more straight laced right and like yes OCD regimented, right? Okay, because I remember this. Yes,
0: but he also was very funny. Yes, and um, we just had a good in the beginning. We did, we did have a good time. We were definitely in love. So Adam, this producer, producer, not from the hills. It's not that. No, okay. But long story short, we created an idea called "My Big Fabulous Gay Texas Wedding," and so we went around town to every single network and had a pitch meeting to pitch this reality show about the first gay couple to get married on TV. But we were going to do it in Texas because my idea was it wasn't legal at the time in Texas. So I was just going to have the ceremony in Texas and kind of do an FU to a red state was the whole idea behind the show. And not really guys go to a red state and get well. we would. We were going to be domestic partners for the state of California, but have a ceremony in Texas with a preacher kind of thing. And so we went to Lifetime, TLC, MTV. I mean, you name it. We went to all the cable networks. And literally our last meeting was with Bravo. Just so that's just how the scheduling had worked. Yeah. Um, Cause we were repped by like William Morris Endeavor. Like it was, we had big agents. It was, you that's, know, we had a good
1: package I think that's team. what you need to do if you shop at show. Yes. And what, I mean, and this is just my own lack of knowledge. I've been in the mix for like a gazillion shows in the past, but let's mm-hmm. not even talk about like, was there any risk? Cause it's always a question of mine. Is there any risk then that someone's going to steal your idea?
0: I guess that's but, always I mean, that my fear, but you
1: can't steal the cast, right?
0: Which is no, which is this no, What Bravo? So I'll never forget this. So I'm always used to getting up early um, for my entertainment corresponding job for Australia. I would always get up and read like entertainment news on my iPad, and then I would go into the office and I would know what I was going to report about. Yes. So the morning we were headed, the, the morning before we even got in the shower to go to the Bravo meeting. Um, it just so happened that they announced on Deadline.com, which is like my favorite website for kind of like inner, the inner workings of the entertainment business. It's like business entertainment news. Okay. And so um, on Deadline, they had said Bravo announces new series, Newlyweds the first year from Monkey Kingdom, this production company out of the UK that produced uh, some, that show about Chelsea. It was like the hills of the UK. Stephanie Pratt was on it. Maiden in Chelsea was what it was called. Yes. Anyway, you had me at Stephanie Pratt. I'd yes. Um, <laughs> oh, I've hung out with her before. She's too, everything. So anyway, so the, these producers from London sold this concept of four couples, blah, blah, blah. So I'd read this article before we went to Bravo. We get in the elevator. And remember, Adam's the one who's only going to make money if he sells our show. If yeah. Adam doesn't sell our show, he doesn't get shit. Right, like you can go on and do other things. Right, and so in the elevator, he looks at us and says, did y'all see what I saw? And I said, yep, I saw the article. He goes, I have a weird feeling if they don't pick up this, they're going to ask you to be in that. And that's literally
1: exactly what happened. And when he said that, were you kind of like excited? Sure, oh God, yes. I mean, mean,
0: Bravo was was the, uh, the golden... You know, the the golden ticket at the end of the day. I mean, that my dream was to be, if it wouldn't be on the, I either want to be sitting a bunch of women on The View or I wanted to be a housewife, which I, I know it. you've talked about too. Um, You know, the idea of having, being the first gay housewife. So th- to me, this was kind of the next best thing. In fact, I'll never forget. I used to email the Bravo executives. I was like quite the, you know, the... The performer let's say And I would like email them about like Notes on the show like I, I, I Should have gotten a producing credit how did that go Over and they I, no, they thought I was hysterical like, really? I would email them
1: about the ratings I mean they probably rolled their eyes and deleted well, the it The fact that you were on but, the show and know the ratings Is pretty impressive I have to say well, Thank you I mean but, I know the ratings but I don't think You know Sonia Morgan knows the ratings on the no, Housewives listen,
0: listen before the marketing Came out for the show I emailed Lara Spots who then was the president of Bravo And I said Lara what about this what 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 if we do an ad campaign that says before their housewives, their newlyweds first, like and do this whole thing? Well, sure enough, they had Kyle and Maurizio do a video about what they were like when they were newlyweds. as like a promotion for the show. So they kind of, I'm not saying they took my idea, but maybe they, I don't know. I definitely gave them some advice.
1: (laughs) I mean, I have to say, like, I've, I'm going to do another show about like getting cast on reality TV. It really is so much easier to be cast on a show. That's looking versus shopping an idea,
0: oh, yes, because I've shopped many things in the past no. and, and post newlyweds that, yeah, you're
1: you're 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 very right, right? About that. I you're mean, like right so it all. Oh, so when you you went in for this pitch, do they say they, like, did you see this announcement this morning or no? Uh, just... literally
0: this, yeah, the executive she oversaw Tabitha's show, and I forget what else she oversaw. I love Tabitha she ended up. So we went to the l a office of Bravo, but because that's where we lived. Um, but the, uh, the executives in charge of our show were actually New Yorkers. So once we had the meeting, I, it may have been two days
1: later, they sent literally a guy. He, oh, I'll never forget this. I forget his name. But they So s- did she say during the meeting, like, listen, your show, goodbye, no Texas shit. We just pick something up. But you, we love you. Guys. Yes.
0: And so they sent this okay. guy,
1: their casting guy from um,
0: New York. Yeah. Who comes to our house and films us for like, I don't know, four hours or something. Two days That's later. As like a test. Yes. Okay. And I'll never forget. I will never, again, something else I've never admitted. This wine is strong. Um, well, I'll never forget this guy that came to film us, like the casting director, was so hot. Oh my God, tell me. And about I it. will just never forget thinking I'm like, boy
1: crazy here today. I'm,
0: here I'm shooting this screen test for Bravo, and I have the hots for the freaking casting director.
1: What did he look like?
0: He just kind of porn starry, okay, <laughs> like a real, like really spelt and just sexy, kind of midwesterny. I don't know. I like
1: um, that. I ha- we'll have to look him up on the Instagram. I'm on like a serious, serious. <laughs> I, I don't listen. I, everyone that knows me knows that like I can go without dating forever because uh-huh. I'm busy and like just you know. Listen, I get around. I think sometimes people think. I'm, like, asexual. Because, like, I do, like, a lot of my shit on the DL. Like, right. I mean, I'm not closeted. But I'm, like, I'd rather go out and have an amazing night at the Regency. Right. With my Upper East Side girls. Which and we're going to do. <laughs> right. And then St. <laughs> the Regent, Right. And then, we're, like, I'll get my shit later on when everyone's in bed. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, True. This wine is Truth. strong. You're right. But,
0: um. No, but I'll just never forget having my mind going, God, this guy is so cute. And that's he's, hot. Because he's that was a big struggle that I, we always had, my ex and I, was I was a creative and he was not. And there's just the creatives have a different brain, or than not
1: than squares. Like he has how a square so,
0: and I was a circle. Let's put it that. Like way. Like
1: what you're a freaking bed and he wants to just get well, sucked off there's and that, go to bed. But
0: there was definitely that. But just the language you speak amongst creatives is different than you speak amongst Wall Street. And it's funny because now I work in like corporate uh, recruitment of tech startups. It's very strange. Um, fork in the road I took, but I, I it honestly I love it. Um so huh. now it's it's weird all these years later, but we'll get to that. But um yeah, anyway, we filmed the screen oh test. God. Okay. And then and that was like in I'll never that would that four hours. That would have been in August of whatever that year was, two thousand twelve. And then we didn't actually sign the contracts till November. And did you not hear for months? Oh right? no, no, no. We were talking to them
1: on really? a weekly
0: basis, including the producers now
1: were calling us Excuse but me. did you know and, you were going to get it or like there was no – It was like a 90% chance we were getting There was it. no lull of like months?
0: No, because oh, the producers wow. were already calling us and having us like talk. So what happens when you do these shows <clears throat> is you have conversations on a daily basis – in-depth with these producers, the story producers, to tell them what's going on in your life. Because eventually, they're going to want to either set up occasions where you repeat something that you had told them about, like reenact, let's call it. Yeah. Or if there's something coming up that they don't they say don't talk about it yet and wait till we get there. So they were yes. for months kind of collecting information, let's call it.
1: And yeah, you know, I mean that's what they producers do. Yeah. They have to come up with the story. Like yeah. you know, you can't just be married. There's got to be stuff going on. Exactly. And so then
0: we I'll never forget we signed the contracts like the the week before things And here's the question.
1: So now did you both want this or did you really want it? Well, of course I it? really
0: wanted it and I think Eventually, he got there. Okay. I certainly didn't, like, manipulate him or anything. Yeah, I mean, you Although- <laughs> can't
1: force someone to do it that doesn't want to do
0: Although, it. I'll never forget this story. This was a, 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 a constant fight we always had. But he used to say, you used me to get on this show and to try to have your second act of your career post, you know, boy band. And I said if you think I have the power to a manipulate a guy to marry me, to b manipulate a network to greenlight a show about marriage, and to c pick me to be on that show and then yeah. to d release this show If I'm that powerful, then I could be damn president. And maybe I will. But (laughs) I didn't manipulate that. This all just was kind of how it happened. Listen,
1: it's really hard to get cast (laughs) on a show. It is. It's just, it's hard. It's just, yeah, you did not manipulate it. So you get it and then you're filming now. Mm -hmm. Before we get into what happened when you were filming, because I, my memory is not really there. It's like, so were you having any problems in your relationship? Before this,
0: um, I mean our biggest argument. So the bottom line is, my job that I had for Australia only took three hours a day, right? But I made
1: honestly just as much money as he did. Listen, that you want to go beyond the view. Guess what? I have no interest. Yes, I do want to be the first gay housewife, as I'm sure do you. That's a goal. But oh, no. That
0: ship be a for me. I man. would love... Unless you and I get married. no I'm kidding.
1: I would... Well, you know, I would love a job like... That sounds like a dream job to me. Like, being like yes. an a, a entertainment correspondent yeah. to me is like a dream. So now you're mean, telling me you and, work three but, hours a day? But, oh, my and God. And I got
0: to go... And I got to then go pick up our dry cleaning, go to the store, cook yeah. dinner every night. But for some reason, he was so... It pissed him off that he had to work a full, you know, eight to nine hour day. And I only had to work three hours. And he ha- owned a home that I was giving him, quote, rent money every month. Uh, or I called it rent, or he called it rent. I called it his mortgage. Um, so that was just a constant, there was a lot of jealousy. And what did he do? I forgot. He worked like in Finance. private investigations for like, national security which sounds a okay. lot more fancy than it really was trust me
1: yeah cuz that sounds I, like I'm, I'm thinking fbi like cia like no, okay but it
0: kind of he felt like he was okay um i mean he would do interesting things but um yeah it, the point is we were constantly fighting about kind of finances and sex to be quite honest and those were the two things they highlighted on the show i mean look we really did love each other obviously um it wasn't like a fake by any means like a fake kind of Manipulative using relationship Yeah Um. But I will own my shit And say that I was a very immature person Um. Well, you, I had major daddy issues My parents had a nasty divorce
1: When I was very young Me or, too No I don't have daddy issues Let me just uh-huh. But my parents had a nasty divorce When I was like, like nine Nasty We're talking nasty. like I'm not gonna, Nasty. Someone left someone for the marriage counselor. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, my, they didn't have um, that, but they had like police, like the police Mom, were at our what, fucking house. I lived the housewives before yeah, the housewives. You okay? and me both, sweetie. And so. I don't
0: have daddy. It's then, just, they let me
1: just repeat that.
0: <laughs> so then I go to college and then I get a record deal and become a pop star. I. My joke is there's no I, there there is so much irony that my last name is late because I have been late to everything, <laughs> late to the boy band craze, late to the reality show craze, and late to growing up. I I just was late. Um, I didn't learn basic skills that most people learn w- growing up because um, I was so in w- a one focused train like huh. the Natalie Portman train of being in the entertainment business. So I kind of lived in la la land, genuine, literally and figuratively. And um, I just, I didn't really grow up until honestly after that divorce. Huh. And now I'm- What, you grew up, up at like 30 <laughs> Correct. Okay, yeah. can I just
1: say, I mean, okay. No, I,
0: 30, I would
1: say really post 32 I grew up. Listen, honey- and I'm still figuring shit out. <laughs> let me let me tell you something that is gonna make you, besides me telling you that, you can save money on your therapy this week. Besides me telling you that I'm way more D-list, or I've had way more d moments or mm-hmm. as many. I, m- my parents got a nasty divorce too. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't have daddy issues. I date way younger than I should. So mm-hmm. God only knows what that is. But yeah, so there's that. But I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. I had a very interesting point to the point. Oh, this uh, is my point. Sorry. Yes. Did you see how quickly I, yes, I, was, yes. I was looking at the wine? <laughs> so no, here's the thing. You shouldn't beat yourself up because I was kind of the opposite. Like I grew up very regimented, mm-hmm. like I was really good in school, very organized and all that. And now that I'm an old woman, I live like you probably, like I live now like I'm 19. So you really, my point is, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. Oh, I don't feel bad about you, it. I'm just you being honest. you got your shit together, man.
0: No, I got my shit together post-divorce. I And... Lots of other things happened in my life, but, um... But so,
1: like, so do you think... Okay, so do you think the show... I mean, you were having these issues before, then... No, I always answer this question, I'm gonna tell you right now.
0: The show prolonged our relationship. It didn't shorten it. Okay. Um, Meaning, had the show not existed, I don't think we really would have gotten married. Not because we weren't in love, we were. But there was a lot of red flags, there was a lot of immaturity on my part, there was a lot of alcohol abuse between the two of us, um... And it just was it. Again, it was a very Elizabeth Taylor, um, Virginia Woolf relationship. And on the show, they it was, highlighted no. On the show, they made they highlighted the fun and airy. And yeah, we did. We would show a couple of arguments, but I've you know since seen the show since. It's We were more comedic and loving than anything. Bravo felt a high responsibility to present the first gay couple on television getting married as a classy couple. And thank God they did. Because truth be told, there was a lot of bad shit going on behind the scenes that they were privy to that they chose not to highlight. Um, and that was a, a, a secret blessing uh, for the both of us. So you honest. never felt like – did you ever feel like manipulated by the producers? Only one time I got in an argument with a producer about – they wanted me to react a certain way to a scene. Um, I I wouldn't do it, and then finally I was like, okay, fine, and I like slammed the door like they wanted me to, and of course that ended up making it in like all the clips. But um, no, for the most part, they, they wanted you to get upset at that, something. For the, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, they were quite uh, protective of us, and it was the relationship was a lot worse and deeper than they showed. Okay,
1: I mean, I it's, that makes sense. I never thought about it. Like, like I there guess
0: there's like someone got like not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can do your guessing. It's 50 Now Someone else got like, had to go to jail. Let's just, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, Interesting. Like police were involved. Interesting. Unfortunately.
1: So like they never try to get you drunk to film. No. Okay. We, we, we just wanted to be drunk anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. Listen, I, <laughs> but I here's have... the
0: best part. So I'm going to skip, but I, it, it's, it's important to mention. So, Unless you want to talk about divorce, no, because no. I just don't think it's worth talking about. But we get, you know, the show. Well, sorry, I'm like doing your job for you. No, no, no. Um, Go ahead. The show comes out. It was a big hit. We had a great time. And you never,
1: you were okay with how you were perceived. Like, oh well, yeah. Okay. So there was I, no. I'm not
0: that embarrassed by it.
1: And was mean, no. I mean, I'm not I saying de- you should be. I'm just curious. I definitely
0: come across. I come across exactly who I was at that time in my life, to be quite honest.
1: Listen, I was on Millionaire Matchmaker as The Bachelor and came across as a selfish, conceited, superficial bitch. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel right. Like, I, I, I don't reg- like,
0: I don't look well, like, bad. Like Casey Wilson said to me at the bitch sesh thing. She said, oh, I know you. You served on that show. Because I kind of was a bitchy, funny brat.
1: I was immature. I was immature. I was very immature. Yeah, I mean, well, guys, and that just gives us the way. This is how we know each other. <laughs> We met at BitSesh because a fan came up Uh and said, oh my God, you're David. I want a picture with you. I listened to Behind the Velvet Rope. Uh And then as I was taking a picture with this fan, who is a lovely woman who I DM all the time. Uh If anyone needs a photographer, she's a photographer. Listen, all my fans are great. Then you were behind her Mm -hmm. and you heard her talking. You're like, I know who you are too. I listen to your podcast as well. And that's when we just hit it off. Yes. Yes. And then (sighs) you were at, there were two shows you were at. The The early show, which Uh was better because Andy Cohn was there and Adam Paley and Jackie Hoffman in the audience and Jerry O'Connell. And then let's not talk. I actually did you a solid because after the first show. I got to
0: meet Lori Cooper. Yes. She's so my type of woman. If I could just like. Be surrounded by broads like her. She's a broad.
1: She's a broad. She's <laughs> and I, a broad. And I mean
0: that in the most complimentary way. And you know what?
1: She doesn't really smoke. She doesn't drink. Right. So right. I was going to the second show with her. I mean, she's right. featured in the bit session. I'm just like, honey, you want to meet her? Just fucking stay yes. with me for yes. five he minutes. Yes, he took
0: me behind the velvet
1: rope, my friend. <laughs> and I got you a nice picture with yes, her. Yes. She gets out of the car. We scream. Yeah. And then you know, listen. You can meet. You can hang out. Lori's one of my close friends. You can meet her anytime you want. But so that's how we met. And then let's not. Let's just continue the story a little bit longer. We don't need to get into specific details, yeah. but then I went to the second show and you went to a house party. Yeah. See, no one believes that I just pick people up as like- No, you came to the house party. Yeah. Yes. Like everyone's like, what do you mean you meet people like every day and I was two sheets I, to the winds by the time you got there. You didn't see that I drama. I didn't why I cover it well. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see. I thought I was just going to like. I don't know. I didn't know what I thought. I but, didn't know what it was either. I because, thought I was walking yeah. in, and I'm just like, oh my god, there's all these people. Yeah. But I mean, I can hold my own. Yeah. And you didn't seem drunk at all. But let's I was not, stoned. <laughs> really? You <laughs> I was, didn't seem I, stoned. I was a cut. Let's not talk about then how because people don't believe me. How the evening ended when you guys were all going out, uh-huh. whatever that thing was that I've never heard of in my life. At the Dream Hotel. Yes. Uh-huh. And I. No one believed that I didn't want to go. No one believed it. So as per usual. I just fucking ghosted everyone on the street, which is just oh no, my you thing. Irish
0: exited, which I yeah. have mad respect for I, Irish, Irish goodbye, exiting yeah. because I do that all the time. It's or too as much say, all the
1: time. Here's the thing: when you're drunk, it is too hard to say goodbye. It yes, is. I completely agree. I completely I'm completely sorry agree. for everyone out there listening who is going to hang out with me from now until the future. Listen, here's my thing: if we are sitting at a bar alone, you yeah. and me, I will absolutely not go to the bathroom and not come back. It's one on one. Now you're alone at a bar. Right. The minute there's one other person, or you meet someone, you're talking to them. Right. I am off you're the out. hook. You're yeah. Out. I'll stay out till five a.m. Sometimes, but when I need to go home, Irish. I love an right. Irish group. Right. No, I think that's
0: fine. Um. Do how are we on time? Do can we? Where we can keep
1: talking, we honey? Good? We can keep talking. Well, I I just think it's very interesting what happened to me post. Uh, yeah, So that's what I wanted that. to. Yeah. So I mean, so the show airs. You're happy with it now? Yeah. Talk to me about. Like, because I don't remember what happened after. You said there was a divorce special? Yeah,
0: the, a year later. So to launch season two. And
1: when did you get divorced? Like, mm. the show... God, it was
0: official, I guess. And we got married in 2012. I must, We must have gotten divorced in 2014.
1: So we married two years. And you got divorced after the show. The these The, the, the show came out.
0: No, no. The show came out. was a hit. And we had a great time and all that. And then we thought we were going to get the spin off Truly Weds. You know, which was a big mistake on Bravo's part. Oh, and, because I want to give you one more little i'm a, i'm I'm all about the numbers when we did watch what happens, I'm just oh. this is not a lie you can look it up. I believe Cause it. I read TV ratings every day. it's just a weird thing I'm obsessed with TV ratings yeah um the same month on watch what Happens they had share they had Oprah for the first time they had Lady Gaga. And they had Bethany's comeback interview after she hadn't been off of the Housewives for three years. And then they had the newlyweds from season one. All of you. We got the highest viewing rating ratings out of all those women. No. I just said yes, we did. I'm sure not did. higher than like, Beth. Not higher than Bethany. Higher than Bethany, higher
1: bad. than Chair, higher than Oprah, higher than Lady Gaga. No. Fact, fact, fact. Not fake news my friends Hold on Producers in the control room Can you please uh, Check these facts for me Thank you <laughs> No I literally I'll find the email I sent an Holy email shit. To the production company Being like Did y'all see what I saw Let um, me listen Here's the thing Higher than Oprah Okay Higher than Lady Gaga Okay Not higher than Bethany Yep Oh my god Yep Oh my god And that was 2014 So the point is um, Show was
0: great Success the Spinoff didn't end up happening And then, uh, then it was like All oh, that kind of went away And so then it was like Well now what I'm freaking miserable and he was freaking miserable and we both were miserable so yeah. long story short I moved out. Um so we actually were separated for like a year before we actually signed papers. When it came time to sign the papers, Bravo came back to Collins and we want to shoot a special um, re- uh, a year later, what happened to the first season group to then kick off the second season group? So they
1: didn't know you got a divorce. They just wanted
0: no. To they knew what was going them. on. They okay. knew what was going on. So it wasn't just the two of you. It was all, all four couples. couples. Okay. Yeah, because I don't from remember. the first season. So we shot that, and um, I'll never forget. We literally, and it was about your divorce. The yeah, other couples, we literally, they, was, the other couples, like one's pregnant, you know, right. one's moving to a new house, whatever the hell. Happy, they, happy, happy, happy. You were the only divorce. Yes. And I will never forget, we shot this – literally, I I allowed them to uh, wait for – because we we signed the paperwork behind the scenes without cameras. But I I hadn't spoken to him for like a couple months when we had signed the paperwork. So I said, well, y'all can give us a last supper, meaning like y'all can film us meeting for the last time because there's – he wanted to be still kind of friends. And I knew that wasn't going to work mentally for me because I was going to immediately get jealous about – yeah, other people Who wants and to be I just fucking friends. I wasn't ready for that, and yeah, it's called a breakup because it's broken. And I certainly wasn't going to be bringing chicken soup every couple of weeks when he was, you know, whatever. No, so uh, we literally shot a farewell dinner, and what he didn't know is I had brought him a Christmas card and a birthday card, or something like that. I brought him two cards that were like essentially by me giving him these cards. I was it was representative of me saying like I'm not going to talk to you for a while. So here's this card. To open in six months. And here's this card to open in three months or whatever. Well, that's
1: very dramatic
0: of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we shot that. Then we had to go upstairs in this hotel to shoot the the talking to the camera stuff. You know, the confessionals, let's call them. Yes. We shot the confessionals. We got very inebriated. And then they said, "Okay, oh, we shot for like four more hours. And then they sent us home in an Uber. And I said, well, let's just share one. And then he and I will have one more night without the cameras. Um, and then that's it saying and goodbye. S- yeah. And so we fucked did.
1: We didn't okay. We I'm didn't. just making we that up But
0: uh, it ended with someone being arrested because it got really bad
1: Really? Mm-hmm. And you know, I wasn't the someone <laughs> i'm sensing that yeah
0: <laughs> I mean, it's really not funny um, in
1: this follow-up special what that was like over a month or just like a day uh, Yeah, they filmed us over a month. Okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just made that up but okay Maybe and
0: three months. But anyway, the point is We had this disastrous ending off camera,
1: and it was a a very sad situation. I mean, uh, here's, yeah, well, I have a question. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you got to be honest with yourself here, behind Mm -hmm. the velvet rope. I admit what I am. If this show, Truly Weds, continued- We would have stayed together 100%. You would have, right? That's
0: what I said. The show prolonged, not shortened. 100% I would have stayed.
1: I which may not ridiculous. have, no, no not
0: for the right reasons, but no, I get it. Yeah, why do you think PK and Dorit are staying? Quote, I, the people do these things, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, there's a different salary in the second the season, yeah. yeah, there's a different salary. It's not like a ton of money, but you would have gotten more money, yeah, because we were the breakouts, more fame. Or I
0: and Tina, I will be, yeah, she and I were the
1: breakouts, you would have gotten more money, more fame, and that could have led to other things. Which I'm, oh, listen, sure. I am not criticizing, I am, oh, yeah. Oh, just I am the epitome that's of all of this. Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. When the show was over,
1: we, I just want we people to be honest then, about it. Yeah.
0: So, and then how? What did I do? So we had we, our wedding was in Savannah, Georgia. I remember um, that. I remember somehow. The, which remind, remind me, me he's he's I, from Savannah. No no, 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 no. No one had anything to do with Savannah. Oh. Savannah, as I describe it to people, getting married in Savannah is like getting married in Mexico.
1: Meaning, we didn't live there. It was a destination wedding that we just chose because it's a fabulous city. To me. You seem 99.9% like you're from Savannah and 0.01% like you're from Texas. Uh, you don't seem well like I, you're from... You have, you, don't, always, you have a Southern accent. I always felt more Southern at heart than you Texas. You have a Southern accent. Completely. <laughs> you do not have a Texas accent. But my mother has accent. a Southern
0: accent too, actually. Hers is more Southern than Texas, I think.
1: I mean, it's so but, similar, but it's Southern Yeah, it's similar. Today.
0: So guess what I did though? Okay, tell me. I moved... As I say in this play That I've been writing I moved to the scene of the crime I moved to Savannah After we got divorced Because I loved it so much When I was planning oh, the wedding gosh. I said I need to live here But imagine like If you meet someone And you get married in Italy And then you go move to Italy be- After your divorce It's a very strange concept But it worked for me And It makes mess. no sense
1: to yeah. <laughs> Like,
0: it's no, no I had offense. the time of my life. I rented this fabulous old southern mansion that was built in 1895, it's furnished with antiques. And I became, and I didn't know a soul but the wedding planner. And I didn't even hang out was with the wedding, wedding planner, gay. Oh, it was a female, but oh. I her name was Caroline Carters. If you ever get married in the South, call Caroline Carters. Okay. The best. Um, but no, I never even hung out with Caroline. I literally just made friends on my own, kind of new identity, new life. Boy from LA moves to a small town. Um, This is before they were shooting uh, Southern Charm, Savannah, right before. And I ended up having the most kind of therapeutic, fabulous year of my life and kind of found myself again. And then that's how I wound up eventually in New York City for the last three years and working in Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, so, I mean,
1: how do you go from Savannah to New York?
0: Well, Savannah was like a, my eat, pray, love moment. Okay. And then New York was, it's time to get back to work and get back to reality and and, and live your life and, and pay your bills. And um, you never lived in New York before? Um, Well, no. So when I was in B3, many, many years prior, um, I had a place in New York for four years when I was living in Europe because I was back and forth. So New York is all, and then remember, I went to that summer camp from at a very early age. Um, At Stage Door, had the manager in New York at a very early age. So New York has always been a part of my DNA. Okay. Um, I just hadn't lived there because I lived in L. A. for ten years, so I hadn't lived here permanently for a long time. Okay. Um, and when I was already in Savannah, um, then I had a job opportunity, and I thought, well, I'm already on the East Coast, let's just take it up to New York, and I did. And I and And now, well, Brooklyn is is where my heart is. I'm you live in I know you're a big New Yorker, but I am a, a Manhattanite. Let's call it. Um, but I have a soft spot for Brooklyn. Really? Park Slope specifically. Well,
1: when all I, I get like, you know, I have lots of lovers out there. But when I get my criticisms, which is okay, I can take, guys, bring it on. I could take all sorts of criticism. <laughs> One theme is uh, I think the world begins and sets around Manhattan. Well, You know what? First of all, I do. I've been to 55 countries and seven continents. So I'm very well-traveled and I've seen a lot of shit out there. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm a total New Yorker. I think well, it's a this
0: rooftop that oversees i can see of statue of liberty and all of Liberty manhattan and of see the sunset so see the to So I it to of eagle's it point of view eye then of view to then on the to get on the subway and it takes me 20 minutes to get into the city.
1: So you love a you love um, i bit of i do
0: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little i'm a recruiter i'm a recruiter. person so a people person. So that I call it casting for companies um, yeah, so I'm like I'm a captain director, but for startups, I help literally build teams of startups. And you like it? I do. Well, look, is it my like end all be all whatever of life? Not necessarily, but it's a great gig. I'm grateful for it. I make great money. I make great friends. Um, you use and your I'm respected and know what I, and
1: I know what I'm doing and people like it. You use your gift of gab. Yes. So that's like related. <laughs> You've met people here. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah um you don't keep in touch with your ex at all no i sent i i sent him i'm sure he
0: deleted it but i i sent him an email when i moved to savannah after being there for a few months and like with pictures of my home. i don't know what i was thinking
1: you slip this in, we all slip off we all
0: do that thing right we all do i that did the thing. email that was like look at my life here thinking of you i don't know what what i was trying to get out of it um no it was, response it was recently no It was recently brought to my attention that the executive producer of Newlyweds, a dear friend, her name is Lauren Lazen. She now um, oversees content at WE. Okay. But she – I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. Some well, <laughs> you're amongst friends here. You can say anything. <laughs> the, there has been a ten year anniversary special pitched to Bravo. Um, has not gotten the green light yet, but it was. It's. I know they're discussing it. I don't know. It's smart. My joke is, I don't know why they even care because the show, like I said, tanked after they changed the cast. Um, but yeah. but maybe the maybe there's something still there. People love remakes. I just don't think our show was that big enough to have a remake. But or I mean, a ten year anniversary. But it could someone's be interesting. To though work on
1: that. it could that could be interesting. They'll show you in New York. Right. Yes. I'll be on the show with you, of course. Yes. No, Um, but I even, my inner
0: producer was like,
1: wow, what if they
0: did, like, what if they shot Jeff and I meeting for the first time in 10 years over dinner in Savannah? I have a whole idea. Well, listen, <laughs> I think if the show goes no. forward,
1: you guys are absolutely going to have to be in the same room together. You think? Or yeah. they'll just show our lives separately. No, I think they might show. This is just me. Uh-huh. I think they might show your life separately, but I think at some point at the culmination of the hour, if it's only one episode, Correct. it's going to be you guys meeting. I'm, you're probably right about that. And you'll drink a, a ton of vodka before. No I think happens. I'll be
0: sober This time around Really I've learned from my mistakes So
1: you don't t- So when you're living in New York You like your job I love my job You love Brooklyn I love Brooklyn love Dating me. Um
0: I Well yes of course Who's You're never not dating in New York I Tell suppose. me about it But um Nothing serious no. I, I had one Really serious relationship Still in LA Prior to moving to Savannah Someone um, older Yes, he was ten years older, not seventeen. So forty-seven. Um, well, no, at the time I was thirty-three. So okay, he would have been forty-three. Okay. Um, just we, curious. we met at an airport in. Um, My one of my other favorite cities in the world, San Miguel, Mexico, which is fabulous. I went. My new thing is traveling solo to really cool places. Honey, I I go like almost everywhere by myself. I heard you say this in one of your episodes. I completely agreed with you. Traveling solo, especially when you're a social butterfly like we are, it's so fun because it's just you never know what adventure awaits you. you First of all, thank you for
1: listening to the episodes. (laughs) um i'm a fan david well it's like i said like when i went down just for an example when i went to austin for stephanie and yes. brandy i didn't fucking know DeAndre was gonna be there right i went oh, listen <laughs> i i know i know we, we have <laughs> listen you're gonna need to come back but the thing is like i know stephanie way better than i know brandy well, but she seems like i will tell you if i'm I, i'm in love if I i'm straight, literally if in love i
0: was straight me stephanie too. holman is my like dream girl really she's
1: just i like a good miss america type and she to me is that miss she's gorgeous She's miss texas she's also as which nice is better than miss america as mind. can be yeah so but i mean that <laughs> to your point like then when i saw Dandra, i was like okay this just turned into like a midnight you know like have one drink to right. like now my bff is here i'm gonna be out all you never have night. one drink in texas I'm I'm starting to realize that. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. I mean, thank you yeah, for understanding but because I I like it is, is, is a pleasure. But um,
0: I forgot what we were gonna we were... yeah about. Oh no, oh, so I so met traveling. this guy in an airport, in San Miguel. He's an immigration attorney. Oh God, he is so sweet. He's kind of the one that got away, but I kind of wanted him to get away. Sweet.
1: That doesn't sound like that doesn't sound good. Well, if you ever and I don't mean you, anyone that dates me in the future, I don't know. I don't want to be sweet.
0: Oh, I think sweet's a good one. You way
1: do? All right.
0: He, long story short, we were on I'm the, fucked
1: up. Like what the fuck We do were
0: I on have? the train to proposal and I just felt at the time I was I was gonna be entering upon my second marriage where I was very different than the other person and I was gonna have to kind of play a role that I just necessarily didn't want to play. Again, I was immature, um I I was a creative, um, I I like I, I tend to I tend to go after the or I tend to fall into these relationships with very kind of buttoned up people. But I don't want to always be so buttoned up, if that makes sense. It makes so, I so it. much sense. I avoided it. I kind of ran away. Now I'm more buttoned up than I've ever been in my life, which is the irony. Now I kind of want to date free spirits because I'm not as much of a free spirit anymore.
1: No, it makes so much but sense. You know
0: what I mean? It's kind of crazy how life works.
1: I like to be there's something about. Buttoned up That I'm attracted to You know what I'm attracted to I'm attracted to shy But to, it's the same point It's like I'm attracted to it initially And then right Now you have to live with it And you're like We're so mismatched right. I can't Yeah We're so mismatched Like literally
0: He would wear like Eye mask to go to bed With earplugs Oh uh, no He had a no. cat And I was allergic to cats There was just all these things Like no. he, he was one of those That wore the the mask on airplanes for coronavirus no. way before coronavirus. Now like he was he was the most damn sure buttoned up thing, but he is the sweetest, and I'll never forget. I can't do that. Like, I, later, I need to just be like
1: I'm fucking trashed. <laughs> I want a large pizza and shut the fuck up and go to bed. And tomorrow morning when we wake up and we're yeah, fucking wanna, hungover. Yes, yes. I want to be we'll little, figure out what's happening tomorrow.
0: I want to order Popeyes. Yeah.
1: From seamless, I don't need you to put your mask on and yes. like go Co- to bed and, and put I, it I, proper at, at an exact time. Oh
0: fuck! And no scheduled I, sex. Like he no, was no, fabulous, no. but it just wasn't the right mix. mix I mean,
1: they say that that's what you me. want. Him. It's not for me either. And it sounds honestly, nice. Honestly, I may be single the rest of my life. I really – I've also <sighs> – Honey, I've also, honey, have you met me? I've also bought into the idea of like
0: marriage isn't really for everyone. It's
1: not. Listen, cheers. Let's like do a <laughs> cheers. Like now I have to take a sip of wine because now – Yeah, because I've been sipping the whole time. No, listen. I am very open to it. Listen, I don't think marriage is for me – I think I would be in a serious, like, we can be in a relationship. Right. We could be, like, my person. I, I want to do I want to do the Goldie Hawn Kirk. Yeah. Kirk Russell. No. Yes.
0: Is it Kirkland's? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't do believe. Their thing. Listen,
1: I've yeah. had divorce. Forget about my parents. I have divorce in my life. Like everyone I know, right. my family. It's just, I feel it does. I don't care who the fuck you are. It is ending bitter. And I know myself, I will fucking destroy you if we get divorced. So it's like, well, it yeah. doesn't end well. And so these dividing of these assets and all this their bullshit. I'm not for it. Right. Well, the big, I will say the biggest lesson I learned
0: over time post-divorce uh, was two things: a to not react because I used to be such a reactor, yeah, and I'm forever grateful for that relationship for teaching me to stop reacting. And then b, I have finally come to the terms of the realization that life is not black and white, and that there is a lot of gray. There is, and live in the gray is oh, living in the gray is okay. I used to be such a black and white, such a like love you, hate you, react, blah blah blah. Now, and and um, as I've grown so much older. Um I have yeah living in the gray is okay
1: and and that's kind of where I am right now. I get it. Well listen, you first of all need to come back because it, it the more we talk the more I have a million I've literally taken notes. I have <laughs> really? a lot of yeah, I have a lot of questions <laughs> for you about a lot of things. But I appreciate you coming on. Anything you. else you would like to end with? No, David, Anything, this, this has people, been a pleasure. We have know, to Thank you for sharing your story. Of course. We are going out for it's drinks. like therapy, yeah. Yeah, like this is nice, right? Yeah. Like I mean, listen, Newlyweds I do think was a great idea for a show. Mm-hmm. I think Trulyweds, yeah. Yes. Too bad, I think Trulyweds nice would have been great. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't realize I knew you as the gay couple, but I didn't, you know what it is? I didn't re- I like, listen, big brother, each season, there's a token lesbian or gay. Right, so right. I, in my mind, like, marginalized you guys as, like, the token gays. Not in a bad way. Like, no, of no. course one of the couples is going to be gay mm-hmm. or lesbian. I don't think I realized, as it related to marriage and what a big deal yeah. it was, that, like, uh, yeah, we didn't I really mean, have the rights to get married. We were like, grand marshals at is, San yeah, Francisco is, Pride and
0: spoke with, oh, gosh, I should know his name. And I'm so embarrassed I'm saying this. It's uh, okay. Dustin Lance Black. Oh, I love we were that. the— the two kind of high oh. We spoke on stage in front of two million people it was amazing and and, oh. and gay pride. And they gave us the opportunity to get married at City Hall. I'll never forget this either. And, and, you're we're, like, and we were like, You're kind of a big deal. Oh stop. Oh my god. But no, but the point is it's like it's like you we knew we weren't really Going to be in the long haul, if that makes sense. Yeah, that
1: totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're going to come back. We're going to talk. We're going to go for drinks. Now, where can everyone find you online? Uh, Yeah, just my name on Instagram, Blair Late,
0: B-L-A-I-R-L-A-T-E, like you're late to work. Same thing on Twitter, Mm -hmm. but I'm not on Twitter as much. You're all Um, about the gram. I'm kind of all about the gram, but I don't, And again, our show started or when our show came up, Instagram didn't exist. So I, I, I didn't know. get to capitalize on all that. Again, I'm late to everything <laughs> except for work and interviews. So
1: you were <laughs> right on time. So everyone follow Blair, follow me at David Yontef, Y-O-N-T-E-F. You could do Facebook. I don't do Twitter. It's all about the gram for me. I love doing my drunk stories. I love all of you. I love all your DMs. I read them all. Book me on Cameo, bargain basement rate. We'll talk about Cameo yeah. after. I got to get you on Cameo. And
0: y'all get out and vote. See? see? <laughs> I'm very political y- you, these days. You could say it. Listen, this I'm is into, a platform. Let's vote, y'all. Just I don't care who you're voting for. Just vote. Get see? out and serve that right to your country is all I have to say
1: about that. Yeah, y'all. And remember, Blair, see, so here's the Kamala thing. Harris, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Kamala. <laughs> Blair has made his political decisions. <laughs> um, What was I going to say? Now, here's the thing. We're going to go out for drinks. And yes, you, know, yes. you, you know I'm out there. I get out and I like to do things. But let me tell you, I, I don't know about you. Like today, you said you were hungover. I'm a little hungover today. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I... Love a night in, so I would love to stay in. You say this
0: all the time on your damn podcast, and I'll I'll believe it when I see it. When you re- sit home and
1: read all seven Harry Potter books, then, then no, we'll I'm gonna read Pretty Mess by <laughs> Erica Jane. I still haven't you read still it. Haven't read, well, I have it. It's like, like a third
0: grader's book. <laughs> listen, I have so many. I just got. Let's go see book. her in Chicago. In fact, the EP of Newlyweds invited me to go see her. Let's all get a group
1: together and go see Chicago, uh, honey. Or, I've already gone once. I'm going again. But I listen. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm about to, I want to go 17 times, so absolutely. Okay, is she great? We're going to talk about, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying she's not, I'm just saying like that's a 12-hour discussion. Mm. Everyone's like, David, shut the fuck up, we have to go. Okay. But here's the thing, thank you, I will put on my big girl pants though, because you know I do, and then you know I go out. yes. I, yes. David Yontef, can best serve you all behind the velvet rope. Thank you, Blair. Thank you. Bye. Bye.